and say, Delin, Karen, come on up. Hello, Jubilee. Hello. <clears throat> Super excited about next Wednesday, so I hope everybody comes. Uh, I did bring my oil. I, and I did that at the last second because while we were in worship, Karen's going to open us up, but while, we, while I was in worship, while we were all just in worship, I, I want to pray for anybody today, tonight, that is battling rejection. Rejection. Jesus was crowned in rejection, those thorns, that's what that means. He was literally crowned in rejection. So later, Karen, you open us up. Oh, okay. Um, hi, Jubilee. I'm so happy to see you guys. Um, I wanted to, before I open up in prayer, I just want to encourage every single one of you. Um, first of all, we're so grateful you're here. You just need to know how much we appreciate you coming out on a Wednesday night and saying yes to what it is that Father has for the United States, the world, whatever, you know, just the body. And um, I just want to tell you that every time I come up here, I'm overcoming. And I'm overcoming fear, fear of man, you know, scared to death to, oh my gosh, I don't want to sound foolish. But so be it. If I sound like a fool for Christ, so be it. And um, I just want to say, you don't need fancy words. You know, Lenny and I have been praying together. We've had a group of us. We just have been praying together for years and years. And you really don't need fancy words. Even if you just come up and say, Father, help us have mercy. Um, Father, thank you for what you've done for us. You know, whatever you can add. We, um, we're a huge building and we're individual building blocks within that building and we hold each other up. And if one piece gets pulled out from the midst of the building, the, the stability is not there. So please, I want to encourage you. Your voice is needful. We, we just love your heart that you're here. And I just, so please, just whatever, if you want to, whatever the Lord is showing you or overcome tonight. This is, I just decree and declare that Jubilee is an overcoming body in the name of Jesus. That we will overcome. 2024 is the beginning of overcoming in the name of Jesus. So I decree that and declare it over us, our households, our family members as a body in the name of Jesus. So praise you, Father. So Father, just thank you. I thank you for this beautiful body. And I thank you, Father, for who we are in you, Lord, that Christ in us is the hope of glory. So we take our place seated far above all principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness. We take our place and we say, yes, Lord, not our will be done, but your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In the name of Jesus. Father, we armor ourselves in your armor. Jesus Christ, we put him on. We put on the mind of Christ, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, 
Our righteousness comes from Jesus Christ, the belt of truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Our feet are shod with the gospel of peace because of the Prince of Peace. Father, we pick up our sword of the Spirit, which is the awesome, powerful, beautiful Word of God. And man does not live on bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. We pick up our shield of faith and so grateful, Lord, that Jesus Christ is the author and the finisher of our faith. And faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So as your truth goes forth tonight, Father, we thank you for hovering over us, hovering over us, Lord. Just hover over our families where they are. Hover over our loved ones, Father. Just perfect that which concerns us. As we're about your business, we thank you that you're about our business, Lord. So be glorified tonight. Give us your hearts, Father. We set our hearts towards you. You say, when you pray to me, I will listen. But when you seek me with all your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. We're seeking you with our hearts. So, Father, whatever is in our heart that is of this world, we just put it off right now. We put off the ways of this world. We put off the pride of life. We just put it all off, Father. And we say, be Lord over this meeting. Be a Lord over our lives. Do what you want to do as we submit and surrender to you. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this beautiful, beautiful body, a royal priesthood, a holy nation coming together, one mind, one accord. Have your way in Jesus' name. Okay, this is the first um, Wednesday of the new year. So, did you want to share something? You want, are you, you want to pray? Is it a word into the new year? Come, come do it. Yes, come. In Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Yes, Lord, I declare that, Lord God. Whatever ha is happening in my life, in this world, Lord God, praise will always continually be in my mouth. Amen. For you are the God of impossible, Lord God. Yes, yes. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Lord, there's lots of fears that is going around in this world, Lord God. There's lots of fears in my heart, oh Father God. Lord, I sought you. I sought your face. You said, Lord God, if I will seek you, I will find you. Yes, I'm seeking you, Father. And thank you that you hear my prayer. Thank you that you hear the cry of my heart. They looked to him were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. 
Father, you will not put us to shame. You will not put us to shame whatever, Father, going on in our life, Lord God. You will not put us to shame. You will hide us under the shadow of your wings. Yes, Lord. You will hide us that the enemy will not be able to play around us because you hear our prayers. The poor man cried out and the Lord hear him. Thank you, Father. Thank you for hearing us. Thank you for hearing my cry. Save him out of all his trouble, Lord. Troubles is in our heart. Father, save us. It is only you who can save us. Snatch us out of trouble, Father. Yes, Lord. Snatch us. The angel of the Lord encamps around all those who fear him and delivers them. Yes, Lord. You dispatch your angels concerning us. You will allow, Lord, you said to your angel, go and hear their prayers. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you have angels, Lord God, dispatching, Lord God, to to the cry of our heart and protecting us shadowing us oh father god thank you oh taste and see that the lord is good blessed is the man who trusts in him oh fear the lord you his saints there is no one to those who fear him the young lions lack and suffer hunger but those who seek the lord shall not lack any good thing father we will not lack any good thing you are our father you are the good provider you will not lack any good things to the things that you want us to do father we look to you for mercy we look to you for your grace that we will see the goodness of the lord in the land of the living Thank you, Father, for that. We will see prodigals coming, Lord God, because you will send your angels, Father. You will send your angels to these prodigals and hold their hands and bring them, bring them to the house of prayer, Father. They will be delivered, oh God. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you are here for us. You are here listening to the cry of our heart. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Yes, Lord, teach us the fear of the Lord. Teach us to love what you love and hate what you hate. Teach us, Father. Give us a teachable heart to listen to your spirit. Teach us, Father. Teach us. May your Holy Spirit guide us as we wake up in the morning, Lord God. Your Holy Spirit will teach us the fear of the Lord. And when we lie down, the fear of the Lord will encamp around our heart, Father. Thank you, Lord.
who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may be may see good keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit depart from evil and do good seek peace and pursue it lord let guard our heart guard our tongue lord god guard our lips lord god that if there's anything lord god that will hurt your heart oh god we don't like that father guard our heart guard our mouth father we want all this lord god our heart and our mouth be pleasing to your sight help us the fear of the lord the eyes of the lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry thank you father thank you for lord god you listen to our cry Lord, thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for listening the cry of our heart. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Father. scriptures for what we're going to be moving into in this next season and I say season because it's more than every time I try to pray for 2024 the Lord reminds me it's it's a it's a season it's really we're really upholding until 2030 that's a demarcation line and then beyond obviously And I'm going to just share a little bit of what the Lord showed as we move together as a company with all of us coming forward, like Susan just showed us, in bringing what's, what God has put in our heart. So please interrupt me. Feel free. If I see you coming up here, I will yield Um, there, uh, one of the scriptures that he gave for this year is to rebuild the waste places and that's Isaiah let me try to get on here the waste places um, Isaiah Isaiah 58 um, let's see Okay, he said, um, when you call on the Lord, the Lord will answer. You'll cry and he'll say, here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger and speaking vanity. And if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light 
rise in obscurity and thy darkness as the noonday, and the Lord shall guide thee. We really need his guidance coming into this season. The Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones, and thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. And they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations. And thou shalt be called the repair of the breach, the restore of paths to dwell in. We have a company riding in this coming season. The horsemen are a company. Pestilence, economic crashing. I'm just saying what's happening. We have to know how to pray. We're going to, so we have this word, we're standing on the word of God. But we have pestilence. We have a lot coming and we're going to hold on to this word because his word is truth and he's already told us what to I always ask the Lord tell me what to think and how to feel about it and he's telling us right here what to think and how to feel about it if there's drought I'm going to satisfy you in drought we're going to hold on to this as intercessors that's what intercessors do we take the word of God and we hold on to it and we we believe we believe on behalf of who cannot believe a, a wife of an unbelieving husband is an intercessor. A husband of an unbelieving wife is an intercessor. We are care. We're standing between the dead and the living. We're standing in the gap as Aaron did, the very first priest. He showed us as he carried the incense and his worship, the incense, and he stood between the dead and the living. And he stood in the gap. That's who we are company of jubilee nation of sons righteous holy ones that's who we are the devil loves to tell us who we are not you're too old you're too fat you're too skinny you're too stupid you're too whatever you are you're uneducated you sound like an idiot i know i've heard it all in my own ears but i reject his lies i am who my father said i am I am above and not beneath, and I am the head and not the tail. That's who I said, even if I don't see it, I'm not called to walk by my sight. I'm called to walk by faith and believe him no matter what he said, because he said it. Praise you, Jesus. We're going to let everybody be free. Some of us will yell, and some of us will scream, and some of us will cry. God is going to raise up travailing women. And we're going to let everybody do it the way they need to do it. We have trumpets and we have harps. We are a, we will, we are a, a company of musicians. What do you call that? Um, a symphony, an orchestra. That's who we are. And the eye is not going to hate the ear. God can do that with us. I had a, in my family, a very bad relationship with two people in my family. And I was trying to fix it like, okay, well, do I move her? And uh, can you help with Brent if we move her? And, and, and then one day it occurred to me, maybe God will heal the relationship. Maybe he will. And I called the person and said, do you want me to help you try to move? And she said, no, we're gonna try to heal the relationship. This looked impossible. And I'm asking the Lord for nations. 
What if he did that among nations? What if he did that? We're the ones who are to believe for that. We're the ones who are going to call for peace when the world is screaming World War III because they are. Because they are. On our watch, they want our blood to flow. But we are going to call on peace. We are going to call on peace. We're going to pray for Iran. We're going to pray. We have brothers and sisters there. We're going to pray for Yemen. These places have been marked for destruction. And we're going to ask God's will, and we're going to ask that God will save. Will he have mercy? Will you have mercy, Father? So if you have a country, and you're holding a country in your heart, Russia, China, we have a lot of people proclaiming war, war, war. And Jesus told us, he said when you hear war, and when you see war, don't be troubled. This is the beginning of sorrows. We need to know who we are and where we are and process it the way Jesus said. Okay, so, so I want to give a vision. If you have a prayer, please come and pray it. But I want to give a vision. My, my prayer, and there's a song for this year, and I guess I'll share that next week. But... I had a vision and the holy and I've been living in this vision for a very very long time months months and months and the white cap mountains that are in California are a type and shadow of the mountains of God I mean all the mountains in the earth are when the snow is on them because I've seen the Holy Spirit like a snow-capped mountain he's he sits on top of the mountain and there's a congregation of the north and I'm in prayer today and asking the Lord, please help me, help me, show me. It's the beginning of a, a year, please show me, show me. And the Lord spoke the dew of Hermon, the dew of Hermon, the dew of Hermon. So I stopped prayer and I just looked it up in the scripture and it's Psalm 133. It's got only three verses. Psalm 133, a song of degrees of David. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. That's what our Father's doing. If you have kids, you know how hard it is when they're not getting along? How beautiful it is when the brethren dwell in unity. Dwell, not visit, not put up with each other for a minute around the dinner table. Dwell. This is a dwelling. This is a dwelling place. It's not a visitation. It's a habitation. We're going to be sons of God who habitate. And God dwells with us, and we dwell with Him. It's already happening, but He's opening up our understanding. Our understanding needs to be opened up, that we know what He's doing, so that we're not just doing it because, because it says so, which is beautiful. Because blessed are those who haven't seen, yet they've believed. Verse 2. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down the beard, even Aaron's beard. The intercessor, the first priest, the first official. He, I mean, he went through the ceremony stuff. He got the right clothes and the right everything, and God ordained him with a bloodline, a Levitical bloodline. His parents were both equally yoked Levites that went down. I'm not trying to say, anyway, that went down 
to the skirts of his garments. And the, as the dew of Hermon, even as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life. The enemy is proclaiming death, depopulation. He actually wants to kill us. It's okay that we know that. We need to be able to handle it, okay? Because God is saying life, everlasting life, in fact. So I looked up do. I looked up the word do. And I always go to the root because a lot of times, and I, I'm, it has to, it, anyway, it's got to come by spirit of revelation. I went to the root, talal. It means to cover. The do means to cover. It's only in one other scripture in the whole entire Bible, that one word, to cover. And I know the word covers in the Bible a lot, but it's only in this one other scripture, Nehemiah, who means a God of comfort. And the other day while Pastor Steve was preaching, I looked up the word comforter. It means an intercessor. This is who we are. The Holy Spirit is an intercessor. I only thought it was Jesus. Obviously, we're talking about a trinity, the three and the one. But the actual nature of Holy Spirit is an intercessor. That's a comforter. And Nehemiah's name means God of comfort. That's why he was an intercessor. It's who he was. It's who he was created to be. And look at this. Um, look at this where it's used. Nehemiah 3.15. And then I recognized this teaching, Nehemiah's building. But the gate of the fountain repaired Shalom. That man's name means to make amends. If you go to roots, I'm saying roots here. If you want to go and look it all up, it means to make amends. And that word to make amends means to be complete. You want to be complete? You want completeness? You want wholeness? Make amends. Make amends. Go low. Let the other person be right. We don't have to be right. Be wrong. It is so free to say, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm the only one here that's wrong. That's good. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm free. I'm wrong. Yay. It is so freeing and liberating to be wrong. That is the very first key to humility, to be teachable. Be willing to be wrong. Be willing to be wrong. We all have to be teachable. Okay, anyway, I don't want to preach on that. Okay, that man is the one who's restoring, he's repairing the gate of the fountain. Fountain is I. This is vision. This is vision. God wants to heal our vision and open our eyes. This is a gate, our eye gate. The Lord wants to heal it. It has become a waste place. Personally and corporately spiritually and naturally we've set our eyes to things that have polluted our eye gates and in the spirit we're not seeing exactly we're not seeing what we have the capability to see and we want to see we are a company of seers I believe that about Jubilee we're a revelation church we pray for the, for the, for the uh, nations. We're a house of prayer for all nations, but we're a house of revelation. You can't pray for nations without revelation. You can pray. You can pray a prayer, which is always good. Father, help, heal, deliver. You can do that. 
but there's an understanding and a deep revelation that can come when we see. The word knowledge means to ascertain by seeing. We need to see. And I didn't see for years and years, only black when I closed my eyes. The Lord is healing that among us, you guys. He said, the, su- uh, the repaired Shalun, the son of Kohoset. That man's name means every seer. How do you, you cannot make this up. This is the word of God. This is the word, this is the richness of the word of God. He called a man whose daddy was every seer. This is a word to the prophets. This is prophetic intercession. And he's healing the gate of vision. And he does, he's doing it through making amends. We're going to pray tonight, Jubilee. We're going to pray tonight that the Lord will make amends among those people in our in, in our personal lives, in our circle, and, and with this house. We've done it, we've done it, but we're just going to keep doing it. I, I don't think Nehemiah or this guy Shalom built it in a day or repaired it in a day. It probably took a season. I got to hit the nail a lot of times, a lot of times. There's a lot, there's a process in all this. And who was called Jose? The ruler of part of Mitzvah. Look at mitzvah. It means the watchtower. This is the watchman. We need to be sanctified. The watchman. This, this is the word of the Lord to me today. He had already given me this, and I had walked away. Okay, I got what I was supposed to get out of that. Okay, goodbye. I did a little blog. Okay, goodbye. And then, then the Lord brings up the dew of Hermon, and the dew right here. He built it and covered it. That's the only place in the whole entire Bible. It uses that word covered. And he covered it and set up the doors thereof and the locks thereof and the bars thereof and the wall of the and the wall of the pool of Siloam. And that's the guy in John 9 that was born blind. He didn't sin. His family didn't sin. He was born into a system. A system that was destructive that did not offer him revelation of the king of kings. It did not offer him salvation. It was tassels and it was a laws of revenge. An eye for an eye. So I don't have the complete understanding of how we cover, but all I know is to call on this dew, this dew, because at the bottom of the mountain in the north, This is the mountain of the north. This is the congregation. This is where the devil wants to be. He wants to be. He's out of all the places we need to know. We should understand why does he want that place? You know why? Because of the congregation of the north, who they look like. The most glorious, glorious. And I've only just seen a baby, baby glimpse. So don't get me wrong. I've only got a baby, baby glimpse of this this perfected son, this perfected bride. So we come into the revelation that I'm a son, I'm a woman, and I'm a son. And the men, you are a bride. And you can learn some things from women who are brides. How to surrender, how to lean on the, on the breast of your beloved. How to let him pet your face and tell you you're beautiful, because he does that. And I, as a son, I need to learn how to be strengthened in my inner man and do things I don't want to do because he called me to do it. 
I don't want to. I don't want to go and and strike up a conversation with someone in my family that despises me. But this is what he's asking of us. This is what he's asking of us. We're not going into another year carrying the stuff that that from last year. We're not. We have until. The enemy of our soul, of humanity, he literally is trying to kidnap humanity. Take humanity. That's what the Lord told me in 2019. The Babylonian captivity is a type and shadow of what is coming on the earth. The whole earth. That's too big a thing to even hear. To even hear or know or perceive or understand. Anyway, praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, I just pray that you help us to process this. Lord, I pray that you help us, Father God, to lay down our rights. Our rights to be right. Even when we're right, Father God, that we lay them down and let the other person, Lord, acknowledge the other person, esteem them above ourselves, Lord. Be willing to be last, Lord, that we don't have to be first all the time or any of the time. Lord, in Jesus' name, up, upend pride in us, Lord. Upend pride. We desperately need for you to remove from our, especially spiritual pride, Father, because we're very smart in church. Those of us that have been in this, in, in not this church, but just in, in church for a long time, and we've read for a long time, and we prayed for a long time, and I despise it. I despise it, and I know if I go into a boast, the Lord will sometimes even shut down my mouth, and I'm embarrassed all over again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lord. Uproot, uproot that out of me, that I never move in spiritual pride or natural pride, Lord. In Jesus' name, help us all as brothers and sisters, as a family, Lord, that we are family of peacemakers. We're family, Lord God, of lovers, Lord, that we give each other this esteem that we in, in our in our flesh nature would ever want. And when you when you give it up and you and you let it go, you don't even want it anymore. You're like, please don't even say that. It's okay, don't you don't even say it. It's just like true forgiveness. True forgiveness is when you never remind the offender of their offense. That's forgiveness. And if they were to bring it up to you, you say, no, no, no. Don't even talk about it. Please don't even talk about it. It's forgotten. That we throw it into the sea of forgetfulness. God's ways become our ways. It's not just a book we're reading. This is our life. Just like Karen prayed. We live by this word, even when it's hard. Thank you, Father. Lord, I pray that you carry us in this season, Lord, to see you, to know you. This dew of Hermon, we ask for it, Lord, as an oil that that you poured out on Aaron, Lord, and it ran down his beard and it ran down his garments, Lord. So let your spirit be poured out upon us, Lord. This do, Lord, this beautiful unity, Lord, in Jesus' name. And 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 mix your spit. Give us your DNA, Lord, in Jesus' name.
that you sanctify our bloodlines, Lord God, with your DNA, all the way back to Adam and Eve, Lord, and all the way, if you were to tarry, all the way to a thousand more generations. You're able to sanctify our bloodlines. We don't have to carry generational curses and sins and iniquities and trespasses. Our kids don't have to walk through what we walk through. In Jesus' name, Lord, hear our prayer, Lord. Bring us up. Show us your kingdom. Open it up to us. On the inside, open it up to us, Lord God, that we're able to set our affections there, Lord. In and not on the things of this world. Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Does anybody else have a prayer or a word? Has God given you it? Come. Okay, she'll come and then you come, Nathan. Get in line. Oh, I, didn't mean, I didn't mean to sound like that. It's that mother in me. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Praise God. I can only share with you what God shared with me. And I think it's going to help you. Because he has a way of how he puts us to our place, you know. But it's always for good. Because you see, a, a, par a, a parent, what does the scripture says? If you don't discipline your children, you don't love them. And so we have to get some disciplining sometimes. But let me tell you one of the things God's saying for this year. Stop seeking the prophet or prophetess. Stop seeking the prophet or the prophetess. Seek he who has made the prophet or the prophetess. Stop seeking the shepherd. He's raised them up to lead. Instead, he says, seek the good shepherd. Thank you. Yes. Stop seeking man. Seek him who made man. This year, last year, I have had a few heartbreaks like I haven't had before. One of the heartbreaks I had was one of my favorite, favorite nieces. The only thing I didn't do for her was give birth to her. But that was my girl. She got sick. And you know, you know, family will make fun of you or talk about you or, you know, they, they call you the holy roller or whatever, you know. But let something happen. Who do they call first? The same one they make fun of. So my family, of course, this, my niece is in New York. Most of my family are in New York. They called. And I asked the Lord. Should I go? I already had plans. I was supposed to leave for uh, Kenya. I asked him, should I go to New York or Kenya? He had a reason for me to go to Kenya. He proved it to me when I got there. I went left. He said, Kenya. 
all right? I tell them I'm coming, but I got to do this first. I left. I went to Kenya. I spent about two weeks. I normally go for about a month to six weeks, but I stayed just about two weeks to do what I had to do, what he wanted me to do. I came back. I said, I'm going to get about a week's rest, and then I'll take off for New York. But that devil has no sense. <laughs> he took my baby before I could get to New York. Well, now what's happened? My family hated me. All year long, they did not talk to me. But you see, I learned about, I learned something from God. He does not share his glory with anyone. Once, be careful, when people start depending on you, I'm learning now, I, I'm learning not to say, did you ask God, did you talk to him first? Because y'all not getting me killed. <laughs> He's gonna move us out of the way. And I learned to do that. And they stopped, they didn't talk to me practically the whole year. It was a very lonely Christmas. Normally I like to pack up and we all gone back east for, for the holidays. I couldn't go this year because they were all still mad at me that I didn't go. They told me I chose the Africans over my niece. But God knew what is best. Listen, you got to get to the point where you have to learn. You're either going to obey him or obey man. But I promise you this. If you obey him, you may lose the love of man. You'll never lose the love of God. Stand on his word. Don't be afraid. Stand on his word. I'm going to say this quickly and then I'm done. I'm saying to you what he said to me. Don't seek. Don't seek man. You must seek him. You say, I want a word, but I want a word. I promise you. If you don't stick with that book, you know, it's what's happening now. You know what they're trying to say? Well, man wrote that book. So there could be some, some um, errors in there and that. I said, the devil is a liar. That's right. I said, stick with it. It's not what man says. I promise you what the word of God says will carry you through like never before. He's never, he's never going to make you say, God, I was right and you were wrong. Never going to happen. But he's going to prove to you that every word, every promise he made to you, there is truth to it. I've been through. I said to him as I was praying on New Year's Eve, and I said, you know what? I don't like those heartbreaks that I've had. Don't let that happen this year, please. I don't want to go through this this year. And you know what his words to me were? Why not? Hmm. I said, it didn't feel good. I didn't like it. He said, I'll tell you what. If you're going to work for me, I never want your heart to get so hardened that it can't be broken. Let it be broken at times.
allow your heart because you know what he said he said if you notice in my word he said before he did some great miracles what did the bible say he was touched with compassion mm. you gotta be touched with compassion of the lord there's some things he's going to teach you you want to start looking to the president to fix the country? You think he is pleased with us? He said, don't look to the president. He says, did you not hear me say that the government is on my shoulders? There's some deep things that God sees to doing some changes for this year. This year, he's calling us. He said, put me first. Put me first. Don't let, I'm telling you, the Bible says he's a jealous God. Indeed, he's a jealous God. Not the kind of jealousy like we are have, but he loves us so much. He wants first place in our lives. So I'm going to say this to every one of you. This is the year he's calling us. And he said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Oh, there's going to be some heartbreaks and some pain. But I promise you, I promise you, he's the healer of all wounds. You see how easy it is for man to walk away from you? My family. If I chose them. Why would I not chose him? It was so easy for them to just diss me. But you know, he's a good God. They came back the, the last day of the month. When we trust him, he knows how to fix it and fix it right. Love you guys. Seek him. Seek him. Don't turn to man. Turn to God. Thank you. That's a good word. That's a good word. I heard the Spirit of the Lord say that he's raising up a remnant of warriors this year. That he's raising up a remnant of warriors that believe in such a brand new way that it's changing everything. But he was telling me that the word is asleep in some of us. That the word has been sleeping inside of us. And I want to read this passage of scripture and then I want to pray over each and every one of us. But it says, on the same day in Mark chapter Five, verse 35 it says on the same day when evening had come he said to them let us cross over to the other side now when they had left the multitude they took him along in the boat as he was and the other little boats were with him also and a great windstorm arose and the waves beat onto the boat so that it was already filling but he was in the stern asleep on the pillow and they awoke him and said to him teacher do you not care that we are perishing then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? It's so interesting to me because as I look at this, we know some of us that have read this stuff that ultimately that's a demonic storm that arose. That Jesus was headed over to the other side 
to be able to free Legion from this this oppression that had been happening. He was going to the Gadarenes. And what I find so awesome about this whole thing is that we know the Bible says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. But then we see the Word asleep in the boat, and that's when the storm came. See, because when the Word is asleep inside of you, the Logos, when it's sleeping, the rhema can't go to work. And it was the rhema that rebuked the storm. It was the rhema that changed everything. And so, Father, I pray right now in Jesus' name that you would awake the logos inside of us, God. Father, I thank you that you are moving us into a season of revival. Lord Jesus, I prophesy over this church body that the rhema would change every situation, every circumstance in their life. Father, I pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus that just like a debit card, Father, before it's used, you have to activate it. I activate the word over their life right now in Jesus' name that it wouldn't be asleep, Father, that it would be alive and active, sharper than a two-edged sword able to pierce to the soul and the spirit, God, the joints and the marrow, that it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart, that your word is profitable for teaching, correcting, rebuking, and everything. God that it needs to do we thank you that your word is alive inside of us God we thank you that you are opening up new pathways into our brain father into our heart God I prophesy that the word will come out of you like rivers of living water changing generations for your family and to that filthy and unclean spirit of divination that we see in Acts 16 that spirit of pytho that's trying to change our prayer life that's trying to square Welch the word from getting inside of you. I bind you in accordance to Matthew 18, 18. What is bound on earth is bound on heaven. What is loosed on earth is loosed on heaven. Pythos, Oracle, Adelphia, I break you in the spirit. I command you leave and bow to the Holy Ghost right now in Jesus' name. I thank you for fresh fire over this bride, fresh revival in this church, God. I thank you that you are moving in signs, miracles, and wonders, and we we love the word God but your word says that you backed up your word with signs father that your signs accompanied the word let your signs flow God let your miracles flow father for your glory God for your glory father for your glory you deserve all the glory father you are glorious God and Father, we just pray for the pastor and, and every leader here and, and Dylan and Karen. I thank you for the burden that they've been carrying, Father, to come up here and to speak life over each and every one of us. We cover them from the top of their head, to the bottom of their feet, Father, that your dunamis power, the excellence of soul, God, would cover their their soul, their mind, will, and emotions, Father. Fresh fire, fresh direction, fresh honey, fresh manna, Father. We praise you, God. We worship you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. I want to pray for Jubilee before we close. Do you? Can you pray? Um, uh, I just want to break rejection off of. Oh yeah. It's okay. Let's just break rejection off of us, off of ourselves. If somebody feels like they're dealing with massive rejection and wants more prayer um, after we close, right? We will pray for you. Yes. But let's just do. Um, Let's just pray for our house, our family. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Lord. Father, we lift up every single one of us because we know we've been rejected by somebody, whether it's somebody we work with or a family member, just like my sister was up here talking about a family member, a situation where she chose God over the world and over a life situation in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we thank you for truth. And we reject rejection. We reject you, rejection. In the name of Jesus, we put off all rejection and all the uh, signs and symptoms that come with it, like, woe is me, I'm not, all unworthiness. We cancel it right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We decree and declare Jesus Christ is Lord. We are not rejected, but we are accepted in the beloved. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that there is a God in heaven that said you are worthy, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. So, Father, we thank you for who we are in Christ in the name of Jesus. And we reject rejection in the name of Jesus. We cancel you. You have no power and no authority over our lives. And we put on love. We put on forgiveness. And we walk in Christ in the name of Jesus. And we love those who rejected us. We say we forgive you. We bless you. We pray for you in the name of Jesus. Father, that they would come to know your precious son that died for them, that was rejected as he was being beaten, battered, and in the name of Jesus we thank you father that Jesus Christ put on rejection for us so now we thank you Lord for love for a greater love that loves those who have rejected us we call forth a greater love Jesus Christ Jesus Christ is Lord and everyone whoever the Lord shows you puts their face before your face right now just put your heart right there and say I forgive you for rejecting me I forgive you I forgive you father forgive them for they know not what they do I bless them father Lord that they would come to know you father because if they know you they would know me Father, they would know me if they knew you. So, Lord, bless them. Forgive them, hold the sin not against them. And, Father, that I would not walk in rejection, that I would walk in love. Love, Father, help me to love the unlovable. Help me to love when I'm not being loved. Father, I choose forgiveness, I choose you. I choose choose the higher place seated with Christ. And I say, I bless you, I forgive you, I release you, all that have hurt me, all that have spoken against me. In the beautiful name of Jesus. I'm gonna close with this thought. The pool of Siloam, Siloam means sent. That's why Jesus said in that scripture just above it in John 9, my father sent me. Jesus was sent. There are a a lot, I believe this is the word of the Lord. The the Lord is going to be sending out a lot of people. He's preparing us to be sent. I don't know who. 
I believe, Pastor Steve, you're going to travel again. I, I'm scared to prophesy like that. Um, but I do think it's for a lot of us. God's going to send us, even if he's sending us into the grocery store, whatever it is he's sending us to do that day, he's sending us. And he's sanctifying us right now so that when we go, we are cleansed and we're made whole. And he is, he is anointing us. He's anointing us for this, for this pool of Siloam, this waste place. And I pray that, Father, I pray, Father, that you expound on that revelation for every single one of us, that we come into the revelation, knowledge, understanding of what this is. And, Father, for every single person in Jubilee that is called to go forth and out, even as my sister went to um, Kenya, Lord, wherever you have, Father God, any of us to go, Lord, we break off the shackles in the name of Jesus. We break off every mindset in Jesus' name that says, no, you can't, you shouldn't. Lord, every, um, Lord, that you would not allow any destiny aborted. Father, in Jesus' name, that you loose your destiny over this house, Lord, and over every single person here, Father God. In Jesus' name, that we are free. Lord God, and that we walk in the fulfillment of our purpose, and that uh, there is no fear, there's no rejection, we're not scared, Father God, that we endure to the end, Lord God, and that we say yes when the time comes, even, even though we think we'll say yes, Father God, don't let us say no, Lord, please don't let us say no. And I just speak and proclaim and decree the blessing of the Lord be upon every single one of us. And our households, this house, and everyone that belongs with us. We call them in, in Jesus' name. Be fitly joined in the name of Jesus. Um, Also, I just want to, all of you that have been persecuted because of who you are in Christ, I just want you to remember, shift your perspective from um, that place of victim or whatever, and Remember that the glory of God, every time you are persecuted, the glory of God rests on you. His beauty rests on you. Oh, what a beautiful, beautiful place that is. The beautiful glory of the Lord is resting. So shift your perspective, your mindset, and say, thank you for the glory, Lord. When it comes, accusation comes, rejection comes. Thank you for the glory, Lord. Thank you. And not in an icky, prideful way like, well, I got glory. But just thank you, Lord, for the beauty that comes with this. It's so beautiful. So, Father, we seal this beautiful night, Father. We thank you for every prayer that is living before your throne room. And Father, we just thank you that you would perfect everything that concerns Jubilee, perfect everything that concerns our household, our children, our grandchildren, our husbands and wives, our cousins and brothers and uncles and aunts. Father, that you would perfect that which concerns us. And I thank you, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up, thou shalt condemn. For this is the heirs of the servants of the Lord. So we seal this in the blood 
that speaks of that of a better covenant, of that of Abel, his blood is speaking on our behalf. In the beautiful name of Jesus, amen.